Hello, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell. Now, before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to touch on just a couple of housekeeping items. I'm really excited for this week's episode. It's an interview with my son, and um, he's a really, really cool teenager, and I'm excited for everyone to hear the things that he's going to share this week. Um, However, right now, I don't know that there's going to be a brand new episode next week. There might be. I have some ideas kicking around of things that I could talk about or things that I could share, but I am currently getting ready to go on a big trip with my husband, so I'm packing and preparing for that, and I'm in the last couple weeks of my school semester, and so obviously things are super crazy trying to get my schoolwork done before I leave on my trip, and life is life. It happens. And I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a student, I've got lots of things and lots of balls in the air, and so I'm doing my best, but I just don't know that there's going to be a new episode next week. So with that being said, what I am going to guarantee is a few episode re-releases. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back into the very beginnings of this podcast and release a few of my favorite early episodes. Um, I feel like I've grown a lot this podcast has evolved into something that I have always been proud of, but every single episode makes me more and more excited for the direction that it's heading. But these episodes are the one that started it. And I've done some really cool interviews and shared some really personal stories. So I'm going to pick a few of my favorites and I'm going to re-release them for sure. There might be a new episode. You'll just have to watch. Um, Follow along on Instagram at the Little Lessons Podcast, and there will be an update each day about new episodes. Um, And let's see. I think that's it. Um, With that, let's get into this week's episode. This is episode 43, All-Star. Ethan, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast, and welcome to my blanket fort. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. So the reason I called it a blanket fort, nobody can see this, obviously, but I noticed that after doing a lot of episodes of the podcast, my sound quality was like thumbs down. I didn't love it. And then, but I also couldn't buy any equipment. (laughs) to make like a sound booth and so I jimmy rigged this little cave it's like for people listening it's a trifold poster board do you remember those from science fairs yeah yeah so that's the that's the vibe we're going with and then there's a bed sheet draped over the whole situation so we're in really close and comfy quarters huh yeah all right Ethan Mitchell is my son. He's my fourth child, my second oldest son. And um, before we get into the meat of your interview, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. So I like to ask uh, like an icebreaker question to get everything going. And sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're serious. Yours is a little bit more serious. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So... My icebreaker question for you today is, what are you grateful for today? So today I'm grateful that like I have the ability to play baseball the way I'm able to. I'm grateful that I got to stay here and play baseball. We're going to get into that. <laughs> I'm grateful that I got to pl- I get to play the way I get to play. Cool. You are a very talented baseball player and your talents have exploded 
this past season. It's really cool to watch. Um, so Ethan, tell me about yourself. Okay, so I'm Ethan Mitchell. I'm 12 years old. Um, I'm in sixth going into seventh grade. I love to play baseball. I love to hang out with friends. I'm very active. Um, I love hanging out with family and yeah. Okay. What's your favorite thing to do with your family? Play games. Play games. What are your favorite games? Um, Mario Party, um, Cover Your Assets, uh, what's that game called? Skull King. Mm. We're big fans of Grandpa Beck's games and Grandpa Beck, I interviewed him. Oh yeah. Cover your cookies. But I interviewed Grandpa Beck like two or three months ago and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have been, excuse me, one of my most consistent listeners to the podcast. And I know there's people listening here like, yeah, of course he's your son. Of course he's going to listen. But I have actually... Out of all my siblings, I listen to the ep- every episode every single week. That's what I was going to say. Because, yeah, I have other kids who don't listen at all. Or they listen when I force them to. And I have never once asked you to listen to an episode. Um, but it makes me feel really special that you take the time and that you like to listen to it. Yeah, it's so much fun. I listen to it at night and it makes me feel safe. That makes me feel good. So, um, Ethan, tell me um, about your experience with religion and Heavenly Father and building your testimony. Okay. So, um, of course, I come from the most Mormon family ever. Oh, jeez. That's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Let's get that right. And... um, I've been in the church all my life. I got baptized when I was eight. I'm a deacon now, and I pass the sacrament every week, and I just love doing this stuff. So what does it mean for you to be a deacon? Because in our church, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it means one thing, and in other churches, it can mean something totally different. So for you, what do you understand what it means to be a deacon in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? So, um, for me, it means, like, so, mostly the grown-ups get callings, but um, being a deacon gives me my, like, own little calling to, like, be nice, pass the sacrament, give people the, to, that, like, don't always, like, repent and stuff to be able to renew their sins repent for their sins yeah every week and I think that like helps people out yeah I love that do you enjoy that sometimes in the mornings I feel like I don't want to go but then when I actually get to go it's like really fun and I get to talk with friends and stuff yeah it was really neat for me as a mom excuse me today I had two of my sons my two oldest sons passing the sacrament in our sacrament meeting. So that's where we meet as a congregation and we receive the emblems of the sacrament. So it's bread and water. And that's our opportunity to connect with Jesus Christ, to repent of our sins and to renew covenants and promises that we've made with God. Right. Is that how you understand it? Yeah. Yeah. So I had you two, you and your brother up passing the sacrament and then 
your dad was actually blessing the sacrament. And he doesn't do that every Sunday. That's usually reserved for like the older teenage boys. So it was really neat for me as a mom and a wife to see that priesthood in action and to see the three of you exercising your duties in a way that helps you connect with Jesus Christ and helps the congregation connect with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Did you notice that it was you two and then dad? Yeah. Was that kind of neat? Yeah, it was really neat. Um, for a second, like, um, I thought I was doing something wrong. Oh, cause dad, dad walked up. <laughs> yeah. Cause dad walked up. I thought I was doing something really, really long, wrong, but he came up, sat down and I was, a level of relief came to me. Well, um, it was a special spirit experience for me, and I'm glad that it was special for you. Um, what is it like as a 12-year-old to be kind of finding yourself as a person, as a human being, but also finding your testimony and how your relationship with Heavenly Father works in your life? It's kind of stressful because you don't know if you're doing something wrong sometimes. And you know God will always love you, but it's also kind of really, like, you have this level of thing where, like, if you do one thing wrong, you feel like the world is ending, God will never love you, that stuff. And to know that he'll always love us is, like, a good thing to me. Because even though I, like, get yelled at a lot, I know that I can, like, God will love me even though I'm kind of stupid sometimes. Okay, you are never stupid, ever, 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 ever. And as a mom with a host, uh, as a mom with a podcast, the whole world is hearing this. You don't get to call yourself stupid because you're not. And don't ever think that because you are so far from it. But I do have a question about what you just said. How do you know that God loves you? So I'm, God says shows that in many different ways. Um, for a way that I think God shows that he loves me is how my parents act around me. Um, my parents, they give me hugs at random times. They have a good time with me. They Like my dad, when we were playing a game tonight just came up to me. he was he, he him and I were sitting right next to each other he just gave me the littlest smile and I that made me so happy and I love that and I just think that's the way that God shows his love for us uh by giving us families and parents is that what you mean not really I think God shows his love by the parents oh, okay okay yeah. well th- and that makes sense because God is a parent yeah Okay. I love that answer. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But that was that was neat. So you touched on it a little bit in your in the beginning when I asked you what you're grateful for. You were talking about baseball. And you were talking about something really specific that happened with baseball. So why don't you go ahead and tell that story? Okay, so um couple so a couple weeks ago um my dad got a call he so my baseball season had just ended and we were like there was a big all-star team my dad got the call saying that they wanted me to join the all-star team because they knew I was a really good player so um my dad found out that it will 
intervene with my Oregon trip and which was a family reunion we were going on yeah it was it was a family reunion and um my dad took me to his work with my mom gave me the big decision to stay or to go I felt really bad not going but I knew that this is where God wanted me to be and so I had I went to all-stars had practices I knew all the kids on my team had a really good time with them but um they made me so I got to stay with my uncle and aunt and my grandma and grandpa but when I was playing baseball my first game I really thought I was doing something wrong because my coaches would yell at me if I did one little thing wrong I thought I, I, I just thought I was doing stuff wrong but when I knew that they were just really competitive guys and they just wanted us to win. I, I knew that they still liked me on the team. It's just they show it in different ways. Yeah. Okay. So how did you come to the decision? So we, we presented you the, the decision. We said, Ethan, you've been invited onto the all-star baseball team, but all of the games are at the same time that we're going to be in Oregon. On, at a family reunion with cousins that you don't get to see very often and aunts and uncles that you don't get to see very often. And we had made arrangements where like, we've talked with grandma and grandpa. We've talked with your aunt and uncle. What do you want to do? Cause we didn't want you to feel that we were forcing you one way or the other, you know, because it's not our decision. It's not our passion, you know, but how did you come to the decision of saying, yeah, I'm going to forego going to the family reunion and I'm going to stay and play baseball. So the way that I knew that I was supposed to stay was because this opportunity might never come back with to me ever again. And I know that my cousins, they won't, they, they won't disappear from the earth the next day. I know I'm going to see them again. But this opportunity may never come again. And I know that if I were not to go that the the coaches will never have me do it again. Mm-hmm. And I would never want that to ever happen to me. I want the experience. Yeah. You said that you felt that God wanted you to be here playing baseball. And what made you think that? Because you guys ha- were having all these really cool experiences without me. And I was having all these really cool experiences without you guys. And those experience was uh, those experiences would never happen if I was there or if you guys were there. Mm-hmm. And I had a really good time. Um, Chio and Ali had a good time. Grandma and Grandpa had a good time. They they knew that I was having a good time. They knew that I was here to stay. I, they knew I was here to play. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So one thing that I think about. And you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, okay? Feel free. But I believe that you have a gift from Heavenly Father to play baseball. That that's a a gift and a talent that he's given you. And has it always resulted in you being put on, like, the best team? No. We've known that because you've, like, tried out for comp teams and haven't made it. And that's okay because... It's okay. You don't need to play comp baseball in order to be a good player, right? Because it made me improve. Like, their rejections made me improve to show them that I can be better. 
Exactly. And even this season, you were on a team that didn't really have a winning record that struggled a little bit because you had some kids who had like never played before. But you spent so much time working and trying to improve that it paid off a lot. Would you say that? Yeah. And do you think that Heavenly Father wants that for us when he gives us talents and abilities? Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, so when you're in a sport and your coach ma- usually makes you sit on the bench a lot, mm-hmm. that season I only sat on the bench once. And that one time was because somebody jumped on my hand and I could not play. Mm-hmm. That Even if I w- was only hurt a little bit, like I was bleeding, I could, like my arm was like drenched in blood, I would still be playing. Like, I've been hit in places where you don't want to be hit. <laughs> That's and true, because you play catcher. <laughs> yeah, I was hit in the most weird place ever, and I was in so much pain that my coach made me, like, my coach offered for me to sit out of the game. I decided to stay in, and we ended up winning. There you go. Talk about tenacity yeah. and perseverance. I love it. So through this whole experience... You were, you've been playing baseball, you've been building your talents and improving them, and then you get this huge opportunity to play on the All-Star team, but it's going to conflict with this trip. You were excited to go on our family reunion. I know yeah. you were really excited. I was, I was planning stuff. I was, right. I was really getting ready. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to do this. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to fish. We're going to find cool stuff. Yep. So you were, you were so excited. But Heavenly Father had other plans. So through this experience, what would you say was the biggest little lesson? Like what what was the biggest lesson that you were taught through all of this? The biggest lesson I I was taught is that even though your family's far away, they're still there with you. They're still cheering you on. They're just cheering you on in different ways. They might have somebody cheer for you while they're they can't be there. They might have somebody take a video because you guys can't see it. But they're always with you to cheer you on, even in the tough times. Do you think that is mirrored in our relationship with Heavenly Father? Yeah. Because we're not with him. Yeah. And technically, um, the friends and other people are there to be like his his camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Well, Ethan, thank you so much for being on my podcast and thank you for being my absolute biggest supporter. Honestly, if somebody said to me, hey, Megan, who are the biggest supporters of your podcast? My son, Ethan, would be the number one, the number one. And it means so much to me. And I love you. And I'm so blessed to be your mom. This podcast really means a lot to me when I'm going to sleep because my anxiety just comes up and at night. It's a time where I just want to go up and cry. But with this podcast, it helps me out a lot. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad that I can do that for you. I love you. Love you. All right, you can go up and play your game now. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to this week's episode. And thank you to my son, Ethan Mitchell, for coming on and being interviewed. He is a really really cool kid and I am so lucky to be his mom. I think that makes the third child that I have formally interviewed on the podcast. So I've got, I've got a bunch more 
I'm sure they'll all have a turn. But Ethan is, um, he's really cool, like I said. And he has, I'm not kidding when I say he has been my number one and earliest supporter of this podcast. He, every single Thursday, he says, Mom, is a new episode out today? I'm going to find it on my Alexa. And um, he asks me about the people I interview. He tells me his favorite episodes. And I'll even quiz him like when a new episode comes out and I'll, and he tells me he listens to it. I'll be like, okay, well, what was your favorite part? Just to make sure he listened. And every single time he can tell me something from the episode that's that made him happy, that made him feel good, that made him excited. So, um, so grateful for that. Don't forget next week, the week of July 10th, uh, follow along on my Instagram at the Little Lessons Podcast, where I will be posting updates about the episodes that I am re-releasing. So again, I'm just pulling out old episodes that are meaningful to me and releasing them all for anybody to listen to a second time or people who are brand new. You can listen to those and get a little bit caught up Um, and possibly... Maybe there will be a brand new episode next week. Um, We'll just have to see how it all plays out. Um, Let's see if there anything else. Oh, I have a huge goal that I'm trying to meet and I'm hoping that everybody can help me. I probably should have led with this, but here we are. I have surpassed 4,000 downloads, which is huge and so exciting for me. I'm also about two months away from the one year anniversary of the launching of this podcast. September 1st, 2022 was the day that my first official episode dropped. And as I get closer to that one year mark, um, I have big goals for the podcast. I have lots of things that I want to see happen. Things like developing a website, maybe developing some products to sell. I don't know. We'll kind of see where the wind takes us. But my biggest goal is by September 1st, I would love to hit 5,000 downloads. It's a lot to ask in about two months, but I think it's totally possible. So you can help me by making sure that you are subscribed, that you are sharing episodes on social media with friends and family, whatever, drop it in an email, um, and just sending out some good vibes and prayers for me to hit that goal. It would mean so much to me, and I cannot do it without your help. And with that, I invite you all to go out into the world and look for the little lessons that Heavenly Father is sending especially to you.